The manifestation of the symptoms of our emotional pain and suffering extends far beyond ourselves. We often have difficulty with our relationships and interactions with the outside world when we hurt on the inside. My name is Michael Shikitano, and this is Right Here, Right Now, a podcast to inspire the learner inside each of us. In a world that is full of so much information, we will help find and package that information so that you can use it in your lives every day in practical ways. And in each episode, we will remind you of the importance of being present and mindful of your daily thoughts, actions, and interactions. It is truly the most vital step to learning and growth, being mindful and present right here, right now, to take on life's challenges and turn them into life's lessons. So come on this venture with us, a new beginning, a new journey that starts right here, right now. Welcome back, people. I am Michael Shikitano, and this is right here, right now the new podcast where we remind you, help teach you, and show you that being present and practicing mindfulness is the finest way to find our path to learning. Through the noticing and attention and awareness of experience, our joy and suffering, challenges and celebrations in each of our moments, embracing the mindset that we have chosen to harness on our journey. And from this learning comes growth, where we may begin to develop a true transformation, a liberation of our most authentic selves that lasts and positively impacts others. Today, we're going to talk about how we can approach the inevitable pain that may lead to suffering and how we can all embrace our pain, maybe even understand its utility and come to know its faculty in our lives. It's in the noticing and awareness of our pain that we breed the compassion to help, the help for ourselves and for others, and come out of it better off. The true inspiration for this particular episode, this mindfulness intention, came from the book More Beautiful Than Before by Rabbi Steve Leader. His book is fascinating, and I will dedicate an entire episode to some of his masterful insights on how we can conquer our suffering in ways we never imagined. I think we'll outline some of the methods that he offers to not only withstand our pain and suffering, but also embrace it even, and convince ourselves that through the pain, often the hell we walk through, as he describes it, we can come out more beautiful than before, truly transformed by the suffering and the lessons we derive from it. But today, today, I think we will focus on what pain is and how its form can have an impact on our lives. Today, we'll introduce pain as being physical and non-physical, and we will end this introduction to suffering and pain with an intention of embracing our pain, an intention designed to help us notice the pain and what thoughts and actions we can take to embrace it 
move on through the suffering it may cause and come out changed in order to be better than before. And this will, of course, lead to more questions and hopefully will spark our curiosity. We all hurt, right? We all have some level of pain, be it physical or worse, even emotional pain. I say worse for emotional pain, maybe because I feel right or wrong here, uh, that we understand physical pain a little better, see it maybe a little better, and maybe we're more apt to seek remedy for the physical pain and the suffering that might ensue. The physical pain is often more visible and seen by those around us. And in some way, those around us take more notice and maybe they are more equipped and prepared to help and support those who suffer from physical pain. And it's even just in noticing and being aware through some physical clues to our physical pain, a limp, a wince, crutches, a cast, bandages, what have you, that maybe the support and empathy seem to at least be more easily offered and, for the most part, more easily accepted by those in pain. And this is not to say that physical pain, especially chronic Physical pain is easy or easier to deal with. I'm just simply suggesting that we certainly handle physical pain and manage it very differently uh, for ourselves and with others uh, compared to emotional pain. And physical pain is usually more perceptible as well. You feel it and sense it more keenly and acutely. You can usually describe it fairly quickly upon its manifestation, right? You, the location of it, the intensity, the type, the duration, what makes it better, what makes it worse. Often we know when it started, what caused it, and we can sometimes identify exactly the source of that pain. And often, not always, there is something that can be done or at least attempted to relieve the ailment, whether it be to mend the source of the pain or alleviate the symptoms until the incredible human body repairs itself. And maybe one of the worst parts of physical pain is that it can certainly affect our emotional state, and it actually can be the source of the emotional suffering that may follow, especially if the physical pain is chronic and if it changes who you are in relation to your ability and capabilities, which often impact your perceived identity in this world. The non-physical sources of our pain, now here's something that I think is a bit more difficult to identify, manage, relieve, mend, heal. We are often not aware that this non-physical, the emotional pain has even begun to wreak havoc on our mind, our body, our heart, our soul. It's difficult to know the source in its acute phase. Sometimes we don't even know we're in the acute phase of emotional pain, right? That we're even aware that we're heading down a path to a level of pain that will be more noticeable, maybe at some point, to someone. It's often difficult to describe the intensity or the symptoms of our emotional, non-physical pain, right? Anxiety is often the most prevailing symptom of emotional pain, but what is its source? What can we do to alleviate the anxiety if we're not aware of its cause? The manifestation of the symptoms of our emotional pain and suffering extends far beyond ourselves. 
We often have difficulty with our relationships and interactions with the outside world when we hurt on the inside. When we have a poor mood or are having difficulty managing any of our emotions, again, it's often difficult to show up fully to all of the roles we play in this world. Through pain and suffering, we must find the lessons and we must learn ways to manage and thrive, perhaps using our pain as a tool to help carry us on. So many of us, yours truly included, have for so long tried to avoid the suffering that pain brings with every last possible fiber of our being. We look to run or hide from pain. We look to ignore it and not face the ugly wrath of the ensuing suffering. Even the physical pain, we tend to want to ignore it before seeking help or modifying our lives to fit the pain in to allow our bodies to heal. We do not want to slow down or limit our activities or change the persona that we bring to all that we do and all that we are when we show up in life. But often we realize, likely too late or later than it could be, that the pain and the ailment is a sign to us to slow down, pull back, And isn't this exactly what the ability of our bodies, our incredible bodies, to perceive pain is designed for? We often forget this, that the ability to perceive pain, physical and non-physical pain, is a mechanism to protect ourselves. And we ignore this beautiful creation designed to help and prevent further injury or harm. We grow accustomed to and even habituate the running from the pain, the avoidance of the suffering. We must listen to our bodies. And you know, as a healthcare worker, I have found myself saying this to those healing and recuperating in their course of physical rehabilitation or those suffering from chronic pain, right? Listen to your body. I recently would add that we have to listen to our minds and pay attention to our hearts when it comes to the suffering and pain we experience and endure, especially as we begin to heal and recover as we move past the suffering to the learning and the growth. And that's what we're talking about here. How can we get to some sort of acknowledging of the pain, accepting it even, starting to recover? and get past it to learning and growth? How can we use the pain to be better people here? And these are warning signs too, right? But we have to stop and notice and slow down and perceive, really lean into the pain and suffering. It's been proposed that the only way to truly learn and be more beautiful than before, as Rabbi Leader puts it, is to truly grasp and experience the pain and suffering. This is the key, to look for and find the lessons and insights it has in store for each of us. Not in a passive, time heals all wounds sort of way, but using that time to actively seek the pain and the lessons it is meant to teach us. So the book was great. I also turned to one of my favorite essayists, Brianna Wiest, 
to help to understand these concepts. And she writes beautifully, suffering is a necessary evil, but its inevitability is not the result of it being something we naturally have to process out of due course. It's not something we take a passive role in. It is the result of a lack of our own growth. It is a catalyst to signal to us there's more to be done. We cultivate and experience it because we allow it. And Brianna goes on to share with us. Ironically, though, the opposite of pain isn't joy. It's acceptance. Resisting only adds more fuel to the fire. It sets you back to where you were when you initially repressed it. It's not dismantling the structure. It's strengthening it. You permit it by fighting it. So stop fighting it. Stop repressing the pain and the suffering, setting ourselves back to the place where we were a bit more lost and hurting. Embrace it and identify it and wonder where it came from, why it is here, how it can serve you. And maybe these thoughts and words help to wake you up to your pain. And maybe it's an old pain that you've been running from, hiding from, eluding in any way possible, a pain that we must appreciate, a pain that we must embrace to be able to work through it, learn from it, take it with us, and unveil the parts of you that this pain was sent to liberate within you so that we can all be more beautiful than before. And these are just thoughts on what might be helpful in this mindfulness intention for any of our painful moments. The idea is that we must realize what it is that may be causing our pain, look for our pain, and when found, really feel what it has done to us. And then take action and use these feelings to be better, And ask yourself, what's next? What do I need to do now? This concept or thought was very poignantly summed up by Lolly Daskal in her writing, Thoughts Spoken from the Heart. It's a beautiful book of hers where she writes, Suffering ceases to be suffering at the moment it finds meaning. Look for its meaning for you. Look to take action for you. Sometimes you will find that the pain and suffering finds you at just the right moment, a moment where you need to be transformed to be a little bit better than before it found you. Let this intention help you on this journey, helping to identify possible sources of our pain And then a mild suggestion on doing something with your pain, for your pain. Now begin with a few deep breaths. Each breath in, opening your mind. Each breath out, opening your heart for this intention that I have created for you 
in this moment. Intention of embracing our pain. Is yours the pain of grief found in the loss of a loved one? Take that morning and look to help and be helped by someone else that is grieving. Is yours the pain of a yearning found in missing a broken friendship? Look for and be present in the connections around you for the possibilities of a new and possibly better friendship. Is yours the pain of dejection found in being passed over for a promotion? Build yourself back up by being the best colleague you can be, finding your purpose there. Is yours the pain of loneliness found in the empty nest? Sit down and write your child a letter reminiscing of times of laughter and cheer. Is yours the pain of a heartache found in the unreciprocated love of another? Reflect on what that relationship taught you and write down what you will offer a new love. Is yours the pain of emptiness found in longing to see loved ones living far away? Send a care package to them with the little treats and gifts that will remind them of you. Tell them to open it on FaceTime so you can see their adorable reactions. Is yours the pain of helplessness found in the parent helping their struggling child? Do not underestimate your efforts or let this interfere with being present in every moment for all of your children in every moment. Is yours the pain of sadness found in not knowing if we will ever feel better or more whole? Thank someone that has been a great help and support to you and tell them of their impact on you. Is yours the pain of confusion found in feeling like you don't belong or fit in? Convince yourself that you are way too hard on yourself than anyone else ever will be. Is yours the pain of despair found in feeling like we just can't let go of something in our past? Take a nice deep breath in and then out. Focus on the here. Focus on now. Is yours the pain of distress found in not knowing what tomorrow will bring? Take a nice deep breath in and then out. Focus on the here. Focus on now. Be present and be mindful right here, right now. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time, right here, right now.